What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there. It's showtime. What is this, trick-or-treat? Did I do that? I'm Sailor Moon, the champion of justice. Daddy would have gotten us Uzi. The power is yours! My name is Grace Jones. Welcome, Radical Ones, to another chilling and thrilling new episode of the Radical Retro Rewind Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Radical Ryan Hunter, along with the movie geek himself, Rob. Hello, Radical Ones. It's Rob. (laughs) Are you ready for sweater weather? Sweater weather. Yes. Very ready for sweater weather. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) what's the weather been by you out there though it's it's warm okay so we actually had a thunderstorm not too long ago it rained pretty hard for a while and i say a while because we're not used to a while in la but lightning and thunder so close to home it yeah it was insane and it was also out of nowhere there was no forecast about this whatsoever Ooh, so it was caused by witches, definitely, I'm assuming. Well, I texted you, I said Storm or Thor are either having sex (laughs) or one of them is pissed. So I I don't know what's going on. But other than that, it's been our, you know, technically, you know, our fall weather given like we're we're in like mid 60s for the most part. Which okay. isn't bad. It's not like windy or anything. It only rained once during the storm. That was about it. So yeah, we're we're fine. But it's not suns and rainbows. It usually gets like this around this time. So it's fall for you, which is nice. Then it's fall for what you get. Yeah, 
Exactly. So what else have you been doing, Rob, during this Halloween season? I think you've been trying to catch up on some movies that you might have missed over the years, which I think is fabulous. I know where you're getting at, so we can talk about that right now. Yes, I watched a movie, an original Disney Channel movie that I have not seen literally until like two weeks ago, and that was Halloween Town with Debbie Reynolds. Never saw it. I don't know why that's another episode. All I can say is it was definitely different than what I expected because I watched this series turn into a franchise. I think there's four of them. And so I expected like some really good shit. And I will say that the special effects, I did not expect what they were doing. (laughs) I'm like, this movie is in 98. Hocus came out in 95. And the effects are completely different from one another. And I'm like, what are these original movies doing? Can you imagine if Hocus was a Disney original with those effects? Like, I would have passed out about it. That's why when they said originally when the sequel was going to be a made for TV before we got Disney Plus, like Hocus Pocus 2 is going to be a Disney Channel original sequel. I was like, no, because it makes you think of Halloween Town. But but okay, so here's the thing. But but the movie actually I thought was cool. There was a, a definite like story to open it up. There's tons of things that you can do in this small town i love debbie reynolds she's a proud and out witch you know loves her powers loves her heritage you know gets her family into the game we've got the original april o'neill yes yes. anything with original april (laughs) o'neill is great so i get it and there was even a little twist you know sorry it's been like forever so i'm gonna spoil it i apologize but like they hinted that this family only have women in the family that are witches and then all of a sudden the boys started showing powers at the end i was like what got one little gasp out of me and that was it but the rest of it it was okay but I, (laughs) i i do plan on finishing the franchise at some point but um he yeah. had only so many days in October, and he was like, do I want to see parts two, three, and four? Yeah. I will say, when Rob said the budget, I think I texted you, there's a pumpkin, basically, in Halloween Town. It's a giant pumpkin. Yes. They definitely used their whole budget on a giant pumpkin. So, yeah, I mean, look, back in the day, those Disney original films, like, killed it. I didn't mind it, but I've seen better effects, and it just, like, does the whole series continue with that same type of, like... It gets a little better. It gets a little better. Okay. I mean, for the time, basically. You know, early 2000s effects. Gotcha. (laughs) But I ain't mad. I am not mad. I had a nice time. I watched it. (laughs) Got that out the way, and I do have a list of movies that I'm going to try and watch throughout the month of October. It's usually a list of movies that I have not seen from anywhere from direct demand to the theater whatever so we'll see but that's that was one of them so there's also something else that always follows me Rob and it's it's part of today's movie that Rob picked from <laughs> 1986 this is the worst witch but it stars a certain actress by the name of Faruza Balk perfect god 
radical ones. If you've been a, a listener for the last, pre- the previous year, you might have heard me pronounce this woman's name in various ways. Why did you suggest this? I mean, beyond the obvious and the nostalgia as well for you, I'm sure. Well, I mean, it was it. definitely time to do a Feruzabalk movie. It, it, we had to break the ice sometime. But the other thing was is that you wanted to keep it very Halloween themed, but we just yes. did horror. So I was like, well, why don't we do a movie that I try and watch every year because it's very much Halloween. And also, it's a film that you've never seen before. So I wanted to get your opinion about it. And it is very retro. Extremely. And (laughs) I mean that in a great way. Which is fine. But I mean, if if any of you who are listening decided to watch the film before joining us today, you know what he's talking about. There is a big emphasis and tone in the word retro because these effects that they were using, oh my God, crazy. But yeah, I mean, this speaks... (laughs) 80s this speaks 80s so much it's so crazy so oh my god (laughs) i can't wait to get ryan's opinion about it okay so let's get right into this rob it actually was released november 1st of 1986 is a i would say from all accords a uk production but the weird thing is Feruza seems to be the only American little girl, I would say, in this school of witches that has an American accent, or at least not speaking with an English accent. So that's that's fun. Yeah, so she was in UK for a while. Like, she went to ballet school there, and she also ended up in Vancouver, where she went to high school. So, But the the reason why I say that is because, you know, you can hear a little bit of the I'm sorry in there. So I'm like, there's a little bit of Vancouver in there. (laughs) Oh, by the way, Mrs. Garrett's in this movie. Please don't be mad, Mrs. Garrett. It got out of hand, honest. It's not my fault. American 2, I believe. So between the two of them, they're the only Americans in this place. Actually, Mrs. Garrett was all over the place with her accent. I'm not sure. She could have been, yeah, Charlotte Ray (laughs) as Miss Cackle. Uh, Well, I mean, we'll just just go to the cast. So Tim Curry makes an appearance in this. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. We have Diana Rigg. Now, the oh. name may or may not be as familiar to all uh, of you, but she yes. is best known as Elena Tyrell on Game of Thrones. But she also played the um, infamous Emma Peel yes. from the original The Avengers series from 1960. Don't get be confused, people. We aren't talking about Avengers Assemble. She will later appear in The Last Night in Soho from Edgar Wright. That's coming out here pretty soon this year. So I'm very excited to see that. But man, Diana Rigg kills it in this role as uh, Miss Hardbroom. Beautiful. My father thought she was beautiful. Oh, I mean, that's all growing up. He always talked about Miss Emma Peel from The Avengers and how beautiful she was. And yeah. So when I saw her right away, I was like, oh. This movie has been made into many different variations between series and movies. And this is all based on a book series from 1974. It's a children's book of the same name, and Jill Murphy is the creator. So the film is based on the Worst Witch series, and it's started in 1974, concluded in 2018. Now, I thought the series wow. had wrapped. Yeah, it was an ongoing thing. So there was eight books total, and the whole entire series covers four years in the life of Mildred Hubble. There was even a television series of her at college. 
that I read about. Yeah, I've never heard of it before. But yeah, I've seen HBO do a variation of this show. I've also seen a little bit of the Netflix version that's currently going on right now. This movie has been made so many times, but it is about a witch who is at an academy. And during her first year, she just happens to be the worst witch in her class. Just manages to stumble on every spell, everything that you can think of down to waking up late after the alarm like anything that she can think of to do wrong she does it and it's her just trying to keep up with the other girls and yeah an unlikely hero though at least (laughs) exactly growing up isn't easy scared of every move you make how much So I watched this film when I was a kid. I loved it so much because of my love of witches. I also recognized uh, Feruzabal from like Return to Oz and stuff. So I mean, this movie always stood out, but I related to her because I sometimes always felt like I didn't fit in and, you know, I couldn't do certain things like the other, you know, people at school. So I related to this story. And again, I just love the whole magical aspect of it. And it's it's a Halloween. It's about witches. There are, you know, women flying around and stuff like all of that is fun um but as you get older you know obviously the effects stand out but you remember some of the classic actors and actresses that are in this which pulls you back in and this is just one of those things that i watched when i was a child each year for halloween so i try and squeeze it into my schedule each october but yeah i wanted to see what ryan thought of this 1986 movie did this air on tv and you had seen it or was there a vhs that you saw in a that is a really good question i want to say that this was on tv okay i would have to look it up but from memory i can't re- i mean i've had this dvd for so long i just can't remember if i saw it on tv but i saw it somewhere right so i must have seen it on vhs somehow i must have but i ended up getting the dvd eventually <laughs> it does it, it how's the dvd quality because the one on youtube i saw it looked like you know of course someone put it from a vhs rip but is the dvd like a vhs rip look as well or it's, it's it a little grainy but i would say that it's it's, it's it is what it is is. Oh, I mean, good, it, it's full screen and there, there's the animated menu, so they put a little bit of work into the DVD, so um, it's That's not bad. Nice. Yeah. At least I'm glad it actually w- was released on DVD. It's like not one of those lost things that you can't find. I have a big question for you. Do you think that this had a heavy hand in inspiring Harry Potter? I mean... There has been rumors that JK may have, like, copied this movie. I mean, but who's to say anything before word switch wasn't grabbed from something else i mean you usually take some idea in some shape or form from another person but as far as the academy and you know i mean let's say ron was the lead in harry potter then yes i would say carbon copy copyright getter but i mean it's about harry harry seemed to have known kind of what he was doing but this the the rivalry between kids and all of that a little similar yes 
and like the Draco with the what was her name Ethel, Ethel was Ethel the bully. Hello. I was like, okay, there's the Draco, and then the friend that she had would be the Ron. I mean, of course, it's this cliche, but you just get the idea of a school for witches. I would say, I would say that it could be little inspired, but as far as like stole or copied, I don't think so. I just think there are certain elements that fit that role. And speaking of things along the same line, so Feruza and witches so she went on she went from this and then the craft what do you think about that crazy yeah her fight with um, mumby on return to oz must have really ignited (sighs) this witch you know love for her because after return of oz she does this and then she does the craft so i love it yeah if you can't beat them join them right mumby is a freaking scary ass witch but today we got nice witches and Little girls at an, I would say, what is this? This is an all girls witch academy? Yes. And, you know, like Tim Curry is literally the only male that shows up in this film. Witch, Rob. The scene where the girls are fawning over a photo of he's the head wizard or or, or uh. so yeah i think that's a better term for it because they named this character the grand wizard which is not a good look because if they thought about it the grand wizard is also known as one of the leaders of the triple k so we don't really want to use the term grand wizard with this character (laughs) that would be in bad form so we'll just say head wizard yes the girls are literally the there's one girl she kisses the photo and i was laughing hysterical they passed this black and white photo of tim curry around and they're like he's gorgeous well you're keeping everybody in suspense he's wonderful he's wonderful (laughs) you're keeping everybody in suspense what did you think of the movie honestly really liked it rob thought i i was not gonna like this i like it i was charmed and you know what i think part of the charm is it has that halloween spirit yes and it's that fun a fun kind of movie because there's a threat in this movie that's not even a threat basically to me i would say it's the villain in this movie is an afterthought and it's more about just having fun and following these witches and being with witches meeting this girl and you know her her adventure so i really liked it rob i'm glad you introduced this to me i mean i've heard about her for years but never never saw it awesome did you have any expectations going in before watching it i knew it was a made-for-TV movie, I believe, just because of I kept seeing the, the YouTube description, and it was a Halloween special, which is amazing because I always say we do not get enough or at any Halloween specials really anymore. Sometimes the sitcom will give us a bone and throw us a Halloween special once in a while. Yeah. Besides that, I did not know it had musical elements. Yeah, I was going to ask you, would you consider this film a musical? <laughs> You know, that's a good question, Rob, because it's like those movies that aren't musicals, but then might have three, and I believe that's what's in here, like possibly three numbers, but they're not full-on musicals. They're like musical light. Yeah, the way that the music was presented in this film it was done sort of in a fashion of where it, it would it would call for a song but then it was the production of the music and how the soundtrack kind of took over with 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 you know the the music itself 
while they were singing. So, I mean, Tim Curry got a whole entire music video. Oh my God. Yes. But at the time, what like the scene called for a performance. So it wasn't like the whole cast just broke out into song. The two songs that were sung on there warranted them to kind of sing it out. But yeah, I Wikipedia will classify it as a musical, but IMDb won't. They just, Ooh. Yeah, they just say that it's a fantasy and so mm. yeah i was i was curious if you thought that this classified as a musical to you so what do you think it is so for me i know there's maybe an official definition that would say if it's a musical or not for me it needs to have three full numbers to be a musical <laughs> and i didn't get that so i wouldn't classify it as a musical but you know obviously i could be wrong so to basically to to sum up the musical too, there is I I don't want to keep calling her Mrs. Garrett, but Mrs. Garrett, Charlotte Ray, <laughs> Mrs. Cackle or Miss Cackle, Miss Cackle. I was going to say what's a real? She's playing another Miss Everybody, but it's Miss Cackle. Get it? Which is Cackle? <laughs> she has an evil sister, Agatha, yes. and as we know in our Halloween escapade, Agatha is never a good name to have. No, nope, it's it's been her all along. <laughs> so. Agatha is the evil sister. When I mean there's no threat, I think the extent, there's evil witches that are basic, they live in the woods and sing, I feel like. They sing, and I actually like them better than the other witches. Because these witches are singing, happy, and they got Agatha with pink hair, and she's living her best life in the woods, singing songs, and I feel bad for her. So if Yeah, yeah. So apparently between the two sisters, the wrong sister got the school while the other one was banished to the woods. And so her whole main goal is to take over the academy so she can reclaim her throne and her school of witches. And so apparently there was a school song that was also changed and she sang her version. So that's where one of the songs came from. So could it even been just her like, it's not even a musical, it's literally just a woman who who just likes to sing out loud, you know, like perform a witch that just likes to sing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I would agree with you. I enjoy the villain witches more than, you know, most of the witches that were at the Academy. And it was just Charlotte Ray's rendition of somebody evil. She was very country. She was very oh, like, <laughs> what was she doing? Yeah. She was all, I love her accent And just her pushing and shoving everybody out of the way. Her cackle, she even snorted. Like, she was the best. I love this character. But I also like Miss Cackle. I just think she is so lovable. Miss Cackle. <clears throat> With her, yeah, mm-hmm. she was, you the know. Pr- she would be considered, like, the principal or the head 
Yeah, she's the headmaster. Or headmistress, yes. And then Mrs. Peel, Diana Riggs, she plays another head, like another So she's Miss Hart. She's Miss Hardbroom. I classify them as like principal, assistant principal. And one of the things that I was going to bring up to you was don't you notice like back in the day, uh, there would always be the head honcho, but then the assistant who would do a lot of the work, a lot of the brunt work, they would be the ones stressed out while the head honcho is either too naive too nice or just too gullible think like mannequin you know how Estelle Getty she didn't know what the fuck she was doing and it was all James Spader who was doing all the work and then there's like police academy where you know you've got the commissioner but then you know the captain was the one who was getting all the blunt of you know the bun of the work oh yeah have you did you watch a show Boston Public no right wasn't it like almost a spinoff of Ally McBeal something like that yeah it was it was the series of shows that took place in Boston yeah and so the principal he was you know doing his job but pretty much everything was done by the assistant principal who was a pain in the ass nobody liked him and then like even Robin Hood you know how you've got the king who doesn't know what the fuck's going on but it's always like the right hand man or the or the sheriff who is off there like doing all the work so I feel like hard broom is the hard ass where cackle just to get to be the head mistress but just be lovable you know I have to say when Miss Heart Heartgrave hard broom hard broom oh like hard broom yes. hard broom she appears at one point in the hall after mildred accidentally turned the bully child into a pig yes but she does it in this really cool yes the special effects are dated like rob said but she does this if they do the spin thing and she just appears in the hallway and i really liked that okay that's awesome i mean it was it was nothing by any means people it was not like any futuristic special effects it looked like they spun her around so we're, we're on the subject of hard broom right now i just want to talk about how fierce this woman is so diane rigg she played mm. this hard ass like snake snape like character where she pretty much taught all the classes except for maybe two i only know of two other teachers that was in that school that taught a class that she wasn't in but she did potions one was just a voice right because she spoke to her from off camera like letting her know or something yeah but you know she starts off the movie wearing that pointy hat just bringing the whole cliche to life but looks great in it she also is like a very scary human being like we don't want to cross her the hair is on point she's a very strict by the book rules she likes legacy she likes order she likes seriousness she can't just understand like somebody like mildred being a witch in general like she just thinks she's an not an abomination but just like really just a waste of time like there's just no helping her because she's too clumsy and and just doesn't get it right she's obsessed with ethel and her family and she has a thing for the for the you know the lead the head wizard (laughs) (laughs) doesn't everyone in that school did but the woman is scary so there's a scene in there that i really like where maude which is mildred's best friend in the school they're sitting there you know talking shit about miss hardbroom that was amazing and you know gossiping and talking about rumors about her and then she just pops out of nowhere right in front of the camera it's this green it was backdrop in the too wasn't yeah. it yeah it was in the you know the where the all the beds were yeah it's this big green backdrop and she, her face is just right in the camera and she's just laying down on the loud voice you know she looks bigger and taller than she's is and she's scaring the girls into submission like go to bed you know but <laughs> 
She's got some great lines that I love from her. She was teaching a class about making a potion and the goal was to make a potion to make you laugh. And so while it was very successful, she immediately was like, I'm over this shit. Stop laughing. Like, I can't take this silliness. Yeah, yeah she was. So she excuses herself and, <laughs> and she's like, and remember to turn those Bunsen burners okay. off. And then just walks out. It was so. I just, I just think she's a fun character. I just think looking like cool. a true teacher. She was exactly turn those Bunsen burners off. <laughs> so I dig her. I think she's funny, and you know she's 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 she could be perceived as a villain, but technically she's just one of those teachers that just doesn't get it. Yeah, she needs to come like- around and accept that you know anybody can be a witch, and there's more to it than just spells and stuff. And it's like none of the teachers are really, or none of these kids in this school are really villains villains besides possibly besides ethel but they're kind of just like ugh. that's what i mean like the witches in the woods at least were laying around and singing and speaking of second in commands one with the green hair with the spikes that witch she looked fun too they were all yeah. fun but the people in the school were either just bleh or yeah like hard asses well, i will say that miss spellbound who looked like wonder woman slash spider woman in her red get up and her collar oh, that was really Cool she too. is gorgeous. I thought she was so cool. And then, you know, just being the flying teacher, she teaches the girls how to fly on their brooms. I thought she was a cool witch. They're just all so mean to her. I feel like they're also like blah to Mildred. I mean, I get it. She's late and she's always wrong with everything, but she's got a nice heart. So Mildred, Feruzabog, what did you think about her character, her acting? Like, tell us about it. I gotta say, she always acts really well. It was completely opposite as well as Dorothy, because I would say the role I know her best from, of course, Nancy the Crypt, but honestly, it would be Return to Oz for me, because I've seen that movie, I mean, since childhood so like in her performance was completely different than dorothy which is great she was very likable and it's before i gotta say she got those crazy look in her eyes when she when she grew up she can totally play a innocent sweet goofy clumsy witch this is not nancy craft eyes it's not it's the complete (laughs) opposite and while we may enjoy her gothic sort of dark roles and in characters that she plays her being this very lovable innocent vulnerable girl she she did do a very good job like ryan said and those two movies you know definitely are a testament to that did you have a role that you liked better i know that you only saw this once but what did you think about the roles like as a you say that they're different was there was there something she did in this movie that might have been a little better or worse from her performance you know i will say as much as i love return to oz and i do like her as dorothy maybe because it's such a gloomy movie and she's just in that gloomy headspace of this ravaged Oz and the electric shock therapy. I like this Mildred character because like again lighthearted fun. She's really trying. She seems to always get the short end of the stick. They give kittens to the first year students which was adorable and she gets the last kitten which is not like the others. Yeah, it's not black. It's like this gray and white cat. Did you see how Ethel snatched up her cat from mm. Cackle? And she gave her that look, that look that you just gave right now. She looked at her like, bitch. 
<laughs> I mean, someone's got it. I know they're all thinking it. These teachers. Mm. The movie is about what an hour and ten minutes. Yes, literally an hour. It's a and short. 10 it's minutes. a short film. It's like a special, and yes. you know they just kind of go through the moments and and give you a little bit of highlight of what you can expect from this school and some of the things that they do, which is prepare for a Halloween festival. They play certain games and in, scaring in- game. Oh my god, Rob. So it's called Terra Tag. So Terra Tag is basically like the game of tag, but instead of tagging them, touching them, you scare them. And so if you can get the other team to scream, that's a point for your team. So what did you like? What did you think about some of the shenanigans that happened in the movie? love the concept i think that's hysterical as a game for witches and like an activity for i would like to play this in gym class if i was a kid instead of what we had to do i will say that some of the girls especially mildred i mean was afraid over the most ridiculous thing i would say maybe there was one that would like a girl when she opened her locker and and one was playing like she was dead stuffed in the locker there was something but at one point mildred screams because ethel has this mask on she scares her with a mask which i'm assuming is not part of the rules you have to just use i guess your body and, and contort it and, and scare like that but my gosh she kept screaming and screaming and, and in this game you lose points for every scream that you do so there's teams and mildred screamed it up but a fun game i mean you think of witch games and what would a witch play yeah no i i really enjoyed that scene and it was funny to kind of watch it now again and, you know, just being like, okay, none of this stuff is scary, but I get the whole concept and they're having fun. And I think when you think of it from a child's point of view, that this could be pretty fun to relate to, especially for, you know, young girls. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I just like the idea of it. What about like the effect of when they were making the potion? And so, of course, Mildred being the ones that can't really do magic very well. Just she, she totally uh, it up, right? Yes, when she's like, she oh, did. just throw a handful in there. I'll throw two handfuls. Oh, just throw in all of it. (laughs) But instead of laughing, their spell makes them invisible. Yes. And so I thought that was really cute, too. And it was funny because when the shoes started to kind of walk over, (laughs) you can see their leg, but it was a green screen and they tried to cover it all up. You could see exactly where they were and where they were standing. But just the idea of just being invisible and just having your shoes like, oh, no, those are my (laughs) shoes. Come over here, shoes. Like These are very like childlike things that I think can be appreciated. Funny, yes. And, and, you know, showing a kid. I I just thought this movie had a lot of great elements for children to watch and enjoy. I want to bring up their uniforms like really quickly. I think they are adorable. They're and really I, cute. I like those uniforms. Yeah. Can we get those witch patches and like, I know. get them on or like something? I would love that. Yeah, no, those are great uniforms. Her friend, the, her best friend's name, I'm sorry, Rob, Maud. is what I like that. What Maud. a name. Maud. Maud. I love that they're trying on witch noses. They're saying, I wish, I hope my nose gets huge and sexy like this. These long witch noses. And, and you know, like they curve on the lip and they're like, how do you kiss with these? And like, well, they don't. <laughs> and then they just <laughs> giggle. I thought that was so funny. So cute. I have to say, there is a pinnacle moment, right? Where this witch tim curry is coming to visit them it's a big honor right he is the head is it one school every halloween something like that yeah if i remember correctly 
they got they're gonna do this whole broom performance when this man came down his cape was out of control this why man did that cape have to be so big i mean the thing was huge <laughs> what was that what was that cape it was like a bat hang glider cape <laughs> I thought that he was trying to give like this Dracula like sort of image or whatever, but yes, the cape was like no other. <laughs> Never seen anything that big before. It was crazy, right? It almost looked like if you didn't know it was supposed to be a cape, it was like a spaceship. It was it was the craziest cape in the world. You're picturing nowadays with a, a Doctor Strange kind of Marvel look, what they could do with like a digital cape. This was the biggest cape you've ever seen in the world people didn't you love his music video though <gasps> oh and the effects this is classic classic effects classic effects so the song that he performed is called anything can happen on halloween i wouldn't change places with anyone tonight we'll carve Pumpkin faces and watch the witches flight. And this song was actually covered by uh, Stonegarth, which is a British rock band. I'm actually going to look that up because I don't think I've ever heard it. But I just think that this song was amazing. And I love watching him perform it. But man, did they just love using the green screen on this? Oh, they thought of everything to do with this cape, green screen. The cape itself was, had a green screen projector. I mean, he was, yeah, he was a human projector. All they did was just show images on his cape or his body and then just like using those like defaulted special effects you get on a computer That's like so okay we'll just have his body do this we'll have it cut in half or distort it or swirl or they really whatever given everything they're like yes this is how <laughs> this is the halloween performance of a lifetime Okay, so quick story. Uh, back in Washington, I would do this monthly thing called Cineoki, which is basically karaoke, but you sing music from films. Now, they don't necessarily need to be standard or traditional musicals. If there's a song number in the movie, you can sing it and in front of people. And so if the book didn't have what you wanted, you can bring your own DVD, tell them where to play it, oh and you God. can sing along to the songs that you want. So for Halloween, I brought the word switch and i sang that tim curry theme song now you would think that everybody was just gonna love my singing and the fact that i brought this classic movie to this event everybody was cheering so loud but was it for me no it was the fact that none of these people in this room have never seen this scene before let alone this movie and they were in hysterics over how cheesy and crazy these special effects so were wait they were laughing while song. you were singing well, it wasn't laughing at me. They were mostly laughing at the movie. They didn't give a shit about me. Honestly, I could, I didn't really need to go up there and sing with the movie. They were mostly paying attention of how ridiculous my this, God, though. this <laughs> effects was. And it was all in pure joy. They were just like, wow, I cannot believe something like this exists. Oh so 
if you guys haven't seen the movie, if anything, just look up this performance, this scene in the movie. Tim Curry, anything can happen on Halloween. You will just lose it. It's so crazy. But they loved it, and they were just clapping so loud. I thought it was for me, but I think it was mostly just because of You know what? Video. It was for you. It was a mixture. First off, you brought this to their life. Again, you, like you said, no one ever knew this existed. So you And I actually tried. I actually did try and sing this song, like, to the best of my ability, along with the movie it was fun thing going on too like oh i did i did did you get a cape rob we need no i did not dress up we did not dress up but it was it was fun and it was nice to show everybody the uh number but yeah just one of the many things that just gives this movie a little bit of charm and uniqueness to it and there's nothing like it Anything can happen on Halloween Your dog could turn into a cat There may be a toad in your bass guitar Or your sister could turn into a bat But on Halloween Your blood begins to run I wonder if the this is really different from the original book from the 70s as well. If I wonder if this is different from what we get in these new, the Netflix, the HBO shows and beyond. Well, given that it's a series, I'm sure there's more in-depth in the characters that are being played. I mean, again, hour and 10 minutes, you had just True. enough time to do as much character development as you could with a group of women just hanging out in this academy. I mean, a lot of people were just there in the background while others maybe did a laugh or something but there really wasn't much going on in the school it was just more of just like how can Mildred mess up how can Ethel you know bully her for doing you know she was a snitch Ethel let's okay Ethel I mean the Trash. woman was casted <laughs> so perfectly with her resting bitch face she and she that attitude she was so good at just being this evil woman who who really picked on her for no reason at all but to show her superiority that's all it was and the only way that she was going to be able to do that is by picking on the the quote-unquote weakest one the worst yeah the worst witch exactly who ends up saving them speaking of like villains so the only other villain was this twin to me it was the side story that was just there to give mildred a happy ending what do you think about that i love that though part of it it was just basically like a war you stopped me and i'm gonna sing a song about it it was it happened really fast i mean the whole movie they're plotting and all it took was for Mildred to kind of stumble onto their plan accidentally. She says one spell and then bam, that's pretty much it. There's no big showdown. There's no like witch versus witch. It's basically like I stopped them in the middle of their act. I'm going to bring them home and prove to everyone that I'm not the loser that everybody thinks I am. And that's the other thing too is that this movie slowly watched this girl progress. Do you see- yep. When they were auditioning for being in the broom formation, you know, celebration, like hard broom notices like, ooh, who's this girl? She looks good. And then she realizes it's Mildred. And then by default, she's like, oh, she gets a horrible score. She doesn't believe in her. But at the same time, you just watch this girl constantly progress in confidence and she has heart and she's trying. And that's basically what is sort of the message of the story. It's like, yeah, you may not be the best at certain things, but if you have heart and, you know, you keep 
keep trying, you get up, and it's not about always, you know, being the best at like stuff. That's where you succeed. That's where you, you know, Ethel could have been like the coolest girl if she helped her fellow people yeah. out. The only way that she was able to stay on top was to keep everyone at the bottom. That's the only way that she knew how. And Mildred was just the literal opposite of that, which is more praised in this movie than her. So, I mean, like, this movie has a great message and yep. it's just something fun and cool to watch on Halloween sometimes. But again, very, very dated. It may even come off very cheesy. I don't know. It depends on your humor. I, I still find it to be adorable to watch. I would love, though, to hear what other people people think of this because again I feel like if you're a fan or a listener to this show you see the other side of things you know that people might not see like this throwback things these are special because look at Rob you have memories to this day of this movie and I really have to say it, it was it was fun it was a fun movie especially for around Halloween time really enjoyed it Rob that's good I'm glad you liked it so that's one down <laughs> you're not the worst witch anymore every day's enough <laughs> <laughs> next week for our really our halloween celebration i mean how halloween can you get with Ernest scared stupid i mean man just one day in the life of Ernest p world on the day of halloween everything in this movie this movie's actually creepy this movie yes. actually has some scary elements Eartha to kit it too right isn't she in there eartha kit eartha kit yes exactly i i'm so excited because this was a staple, and I had not seen it in at least 15 years. So I am you're gonna so love excited. The, you're going to love the opening credits to this. I think the opening credits, like the opening sequence to this movie. First of all, a movie that actually has a full set of credits before the uh, movie starts. But I love the song. I love the the visuals, the images that they use to open up the credits. And just with Ernest, it's, it's so cool. I cannot wait to watch and talk about this next week. So for any out there who want to prepare for next week, if you guys want to tune in and watch Ernest Scared Stupid as well. Rob and I will be back covering that movie. I am so excited as we continue Halloween season here on the podcast. So, Rob, when you're not hanging out over here, where can the lovely people find you at? Currently doing Movie Geek and Proud, a movie podcast. You can find that on any podcast app that you listen to most frequently. It's definitely show up on Apple and Spotify. I am also doing another show with Ryan called Brunch with the Hollowells. He is helping finish the series from season six through eight. We're currently in season seven. So that's Brunch with the Hollowells as, as well as on any podcast app that you listen to. So check that out every Sunday during brunch. And you can always see the Radical Retro Rewind podcast on YouTube. And I've been doing that retro cooking or lack thereof. So cool. Thank you, Rob. And oh, shout out to Jeanette for trying the first week's recipe. You are amazing, Jeanette. And so happy to have you part of the Radical Retro family. Thank you again, Radical Ones. And we will be back next week with an all new episode. Ernest Scared Stupid. Bye, everybody. Bye. Oh, I'm losing control. Anything can happen on Nails grow on and your hair turns green Your t-shirt could become a sardine Your dentist could turn into a queen Has anybody seen my tambourine? I'll make stock planes stick in the beginning The craziest night you've ever seen This hair and
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.